Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be getting into today? I don't know why I said it like that. It was weird. Ryan, on this week's GBI, I've got a story that proves that love is more powerful than the law itself until it isn't. Mm. And we're going to welcome Albania into the fold with another international hello. I love it, man. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this week, I connect the dots for the listeners. They don't even have to think this week. Can (laughs) meditation be scientifically proven to affect your environment? Who cares? And should we all be afraid of AI? Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Let's do the show. (laughs) Us men got it hard, Tyler. And that is not wordplay. That is not to be shocking. I genuinely mean it. And hopefully I can describe by the end of this cold open. You mean that it's difficult for us men? It is difficult for us men out here on the streets. And I think when people hear that, us men got it hard, it's almost like saying, us white people got it hard, Tyler. Yeah. People people don't want to hear that. Well, relative to whom? Not relative to anything. When you say us men have it hard, I'm not saying that women don't have it hard. I'm not saying that anybody doesn't have it hard. Mm -hmm. Perhaps I'm harder, Tyler. Mm -hmm. But us men it's not as easy as the commercials in the sitcoms would make it out to be. Okay, first of all, we're going to have to change your terminology. Stop using the word hard because it makes it sound like you're setting up for one not a big dick joke. grand not joke. Not a dick joke. I've talked many times on this show about how I will never know, to some extent, the fear of getting something out of my car and having to look over my back in a dark parking lot. Because you are male. The because way that, I am a male. The way that women have to a lot of times. Right, exactly right. And I could take you to certain gay clubs where you could feel that way. I am not a twink, <laughs> but I am twinkish. And give, you're, you're an otter, dude. Given Stop. the right guy, I could be carried off, not unlike a suitcase. Uh, so, yes. <laughs> yes, this is my carry-on. Yes. <laughs> carry on, my wayward son. Uh, so, here's the thing, is that I am not taking away from the problems that other people have. This is my thing. Men are always known as dogs. Men are known as, I mean, like I said about sitcoms, men are big, dumb idiots that all they think about is eating, farting, and having sex. Have you noticed that on TV, in commercials? We're the punchline of society right now, Tyler. I mean, first of all- Do you know what I mean? Men have always been in that situation, and there are lots of powerful, strong, white men out there that are in leading roles too. So I'm not sure what you're going with, with just pointing to the big dumb oafs out there. But do you, you do understand the point that I mean, like everybody loves Raymond to make a current reference. Is that still Good on? God, man. Is that so old they've canceled it in syndication? Uh, probably. What do you know? The, the guy who's always being henpecked by his wife, yeah. who can't do anything right. But I don't think they're doing that trope anymore. I think that's an 80s, 90s, okay. early 2000s. I don't think that's a thing. Are they even making sitcoms anymore? That, that's everything just reality TV? Well, after the Big Bang Theory, I think everything just shut Urkel, down. Urkel, we miss you. <laughs> you know, the Big Bang Theory is like four Urkels, huh? Now, this is what really brought this to my mind. You know, this show is so much about 
our experiences and what it makes us think. Uh, very often it comes back to society and how we're not at fault for our problems and everybody else is. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. That's my strategy in life. It's 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 project, 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 <laughs> defend, defend, defend your fault. I'm perfect. That's if you like projection. Please check out the pregame. <laughs> Tyler and I warm up and put it at the end of the show. A lot of projection on that. I one. teach Ryan what projection is. So hi, and, and and I fight back tooth and nail. So I went to a gas station, Tyler, and I'm filling up. Okay, I use my credit card, so I don't need to go into the gas station. Sure. If you're still going into a gas station nowadays, it's like going to a post office. I'm not sure what's going on in your life. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I love a little trip into the gas station. That's a good time for. What? Oh, lots of ice cream. I eat lots of ice cream Dri- out of the little driving ice cream. Uh, oh, lots of driving, lots of driving Hagen Dazs specifically. It's, it's weird that you say that because I've never seen you eating ice cream here. How much of your food do you think you intake while in transit? Oh, while actually moving, only ice cream. Oh, so you okay? Yeah, okay. yeah. No, it's a little treat that I drive away with the gas station from that I happen to stop by at almost on a daily basis. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to get too stuck on this, but are you paying with your card outside and then going and getting ice cream? No, no. I'll specifically stop at a place for the ice cream. So you go in, get ice cream. Gas may not even be involved. No, there's no gas involved. Oh, the majority wow. of the time, I go to a gas station. Wow, <laughs> you and I. I mean, there are two Americas, aren't they? Oh my! I got a sweet tooth and I need to fulfill it. I'm not going to Cold Stone every time. What do I look like? Daddy money bags? A little bit. I I love Cold Stone. But nonetheless, I digress. I'm in a gas station. I am not getting ice cream. And I see a gorgeous woman. We're in Miami. So, So beautiful women. Am I saying anything that's misogynistic or ridiculous. Or- no, 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 no. This is a hub for, uh, for a lot of vacationing areas, South America, international inter- beauty, international. And it's, yeah. and it's very expensive. So, uh, rich and, rich, and very materialistic, and very materialistic <laughs> and rich people like good looking people. So sure. nonetheless, and I if think, you're not good looking, they'll pay to make you. So I, I think I got out of everything there. I think we are both good Tyler. So as this beautiful woman comes walking out, there is an older man than me sitting at a table eating something. Now, this guy is, I don't know, you would imagine at the very least uh, with grown kids at home of that age. I don't like the way that this is going. He can't help but check her out. You know what I mean? In in a way that's very noticeable. Okay, sure. I'm just noticing this, okay? You're checking him out, checking her out. Sure, exactly right. I'm Tyler, research. (laughs) Trifecta, baby. For a part. And I'm thinking about, hey, you know, you would think there's a point in your life where testosterone dissipates. You're not built on this structure of biology like a bird or like a dog or like a, a wild animal that your biology takes up so much of your daily brain activity. Does that ring true to you or am I just crazy thinking that? No, it's true. However, I will say in terms of that behavior, that behavior is learned. Like we do have those drives to check people out, but to be- Well, he wasn't being lascivious. Yeah, yeah, I'm it, not accusing this man of anything. I'm just, it was science, you know? Oh, oh, I thought you meant he, when nope. you said he did it in a way that was very noticeable, I thought you were alluding to the fact that it so, was almost disrespectful. No, I, I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay, my I, mistake. I, I would, I guess it comes down to everybody to discern the point between checking someone out and being disrespectful, sure. but- you know, noticeable enough for some creep putting gas in his car to, to notice. Why is he a creep? Because he's checking her out? No, me. Oh, I, I, oh <laughs> then I'm on board. I'm the creep, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I, th- these are just, it's in our DNA. I don't think that it ever goes away. I, I mean, 
Man, Morgan Freeman got me, dude. If he's already, if he's still doing it at his age, we're all fucked, Ryan. I, I saw him in a finally in a new commercial after all this. Uh-huh. Boy, has he aged, man. I bet you because that me too will age you, We man. haven't seen him in seven years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just to put a fine little point on this story, I'm noticing this thing, and in my mind, I'm thinking like, man, isn't there a time where this ever just goes away? So much of our vanity, so much of our ego is based off of our biological desire to propagate our species. It is mm-hmm. part of who we are. And then at that exact same moment, a man much older than that guy ah. comes shuffling. I say shuffling out of the gas station uh-huh. and does exactly the same thing. And here's the thing. Here's what women don't understand. Us being dogs, us constantly thinking with our penises and all of these things that get assigned to dickhead men, which can very often be true. It's not fun for us either. Sometimes it's a terrible way to live. You have to rise above it. I'm not making a joke here. But I'm laughing because that is, it seems like a cop-out. Like regardless of how much of a hell it is, regardless of how much you're driven by it, we are human beings with the conscious thought of making those decisions. I am about to dunk on you right here, Tyler. (laughs) Get ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Lie down on the ground because I don't want to hurt you. You said last week that your heart goes out to pedophiles uh-huh. who don't act on it. Yes. Okay? Yes. Why would you not transfer that to exactly what we're talking about here? Some men who are in faithful, committed relationships uh-huh. still have to deal with that biological fire inside of them uh, on a daily basis. Many people handle it like gentlemen mm-hmm. and just let it go by the wayside. Mm-hmm. But it's not always easy. Sometimes being a guy is a son of a bitch. And I just want to point that out. Doesn't mean being a woman isn't hard. Doesn't mean being a minority isn't hard. Stop getting in my inbox. Like You guys are fine. <laughs> so so you mean to tell me that we can look to all the other groups out there. Look at the women who have to- Oh, stop who, bitching who, women. Who have to, okay, wow. Shorty what have they ever gone through? And first of all, they have to bleed out of their vaginas every- That wasn't my decision. Every month, every month. And you come to the table with your bullshit. That I'm offended on behalf of women and I'm a man. Okay, listen. (laughs) I'm not discounting what women have been through, but have you ever tucked an erection into a belt? It hurts, damn it. It does pinch a little. It feels good. It's weird. It's hard being a man. You're sending a lot of mixed signals right now. And if you like mixed signals, then you are going to love this show. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. That's a little phlegmy there. And we are those guys you hate. Welcome back, Haitian Army, to 120. Tyler, how are you, my friend? I'm great. Wow, you're coming in hot and ready. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to do this show, and I am coming in hot and ready. Um, last week, I foreshadowed what we were going to be talking about on this show. On this, I love a little tease. Absolutely. On this session, I kind of want to do the same thing. Street producer Lenny sent me a video that got me super interested. I found an app that I want to share with the show, Tyler. An app. Okay, so is that this week's weekly book, Nick? No, it's actually not. What this is, is uh, he sent me a video that's basically describing how artificial intelligence, have you heard of artificial intelligence, Tyler? I've heard of it. We've never met officially. What do you know about artificial intelligence? Um, 
that we I don't want to throw a complicated issue at you and ask you to simplify it. Yeah, no, God forbid that ever happens. Right. I appreciate you keeping my my feelings in mind. Absolutely. Artificial intelligence is something that we have not fully totally achieved yet, but we are racing towards it and much like the space race, there is an AI race right now against China, the US, all the major players in the world and much like nuclear weapons, when the bad guys, you know, you know, bad guys, depending on perception, uh, get it. God only knows what it's going to look like. I don't want to editorialize here, but boy, are we racing towards not being the dominant species on this planet. Mm-hmm. And I, now, again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like, a you know, somebody who colonizes. Mm-hmm. I do want to sound like somebody who is worried about their pecking order on the food chain. Oh, tire. absolutely. Once this goes down, once yeah. Skynet goes becomes operational, we are going to feel what it has been like for every other type of person sure. throughout history that people that we are descended yep. from have done to them. We are about to become <laughs> cheetahs. I hope everybody is comfortable with that. Cheetahs? So, cheetahs, yeah. That's why, right. Why cheetahs? Because when humans feel like it, they can wipe out an entire population <laughs> of cheetahs, I'm sure, or any animal, Tyler. What do you think we are? Why didn't you just go to a species that was already extinct? The water boy's a cheetah. No, because I think AI is going to keep us around for a little while, Tyler. Just but- as Just as its pet? Uh, we'll see. What do you mean we'll keep see. us around? Keep us around for what? Uh, for like me to- personally, I I I worship and <laughs> welcome our, our robot overlords. I think that's been well documented And I on look show. forward to the strategies that they are going to put forth. Now, listen, w- the video that I watched, before we get too derailed here, Tyler, it is how AI is making artists totally unnecessary anymore. Yes. Artists will yes. no longer be part of the deal. So Because once robots, once AI uh, obtains creativity, the ability to be creative, how can you compete with something that can do trillions of little uh, micro movements in the span of seconds? And also has more information than you could collect in a lifetime. Yep. Yep. So I have an app here, and I don't know how we're going to make this work via podcast format, (laughs) but, but genuinely, Tyler, this is something that I could not stop playing with. Okay. First, I downloaded an app called Wombo's Dream, W-O-M-B-O. It's an adorable name. Sure. And it's basically, you give this app keywords and it does its thing and comes back with a piece of art based upon the keywords that you have given it. Very interesting. Now, I have found an app called Starry AI that I think works even better. I even had to pay for this, but I wanted to use it on the show. I want to try this here. I want to try it. I want you to give me some keywords. I want to punch this thing in. Okay. And I want to show it to you just so you can see. Where we're headed here, I found this to be wildly interesting, and and that's what I want to do on this show is talk about things that I found interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what we've been doing for 120 episodes. <clears throat> that's exactly so this right. Is right on brand. Somebody stop us now, Tyler. Give me three keywords. We'll keep going with the show, and when this thing is ready, I'm going to show it to you. Platypus. Okay. I thank you for starting with a word I don't know how to spell. Yeah, yeah. I know it starts with a P. Platy. Plateau. I'm pretty right. sure there's a Y in there. Because we love you. Yeah, uh, limestone. Okay, I, I appreciate you sticking with a theme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. hegemony. And hegemony, Tyler. I am now going to punch this in. And we are going to create. Now, again, I know that this isn't, isn't super interesting for the listening audience, but maybe somebody will want to go out, download these apps. Next week, I want to talk about AI. I'm going to 
spend this week kind of looking through some of that stuff, and hopefully I could bring the interesting next week. Brian, enough with the bullshit. Where are my limestone platypus hegemonies? I don't know. I forgot what that word means, Tyler. It's like a council or a government of some kind, if I'm not mistaken. The world's most boring week in review coming up. Now, sure, what, sure. Fun what, to say, I, though. What I do want to talk about this week is something that has stuck out to me. What I've noticed- Is there a delay, by the way? You put your phone down. It takes some time it to takes, put it, takes it together. Okay, okay. Sure. Okay, it okay. is now, All right. if I have this correct, collecting all of the information on the internet about mm. platypus, about limestone, and about hegemony, Tyler. Mm. And it is making something up. Good, good. It better be good. It's all I'm saying. And as soon as it's ready, I'm going to show you. Now, Please. this week, uh, what I'm sure that you've noticed that we have been talking on the show more than ever about sports. Yes. Yeah, there have been some uh, some segments that we have come in to the pregame with, uh, to into the show with, discussing local sports. I even have something in the works right now surrounded around sports. Well, it, it's just there's so much going on right now because all of the schedules have changed. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of playoffs going at the same time. And the NFL wants to dominate year-round. And they are. <laughs> they are. And, and our <laughs> local teams... Tyler and I aren't huge sports guys, but we do like our hometown. So uh, Miami is involved in a lot of these things. So it's in our front yard. Like, it's hard for us to ignore it. Yeah, and we're casual fans. And as you said, it makes it a lot easier to get involved with your team when they're winning and in the playoffs. Absolutely, yeah. because almost like it's hard not to get caught up in that energy, that feeling of, of doing something well. And that fits perfectly with what I want to talk about. And camaraderie. You get to walk into an arena filled with thousands of people and you are all there, generally speaking, as a collective, as a group. Yep. Even if you've never met, there is an energy being shared especially by that many people. It's a real special thing. It's like going to a meditation group or a, a concert. Church. You're exactly right. Mm -hmm. And sports is one of the greatest where you could find yourself... What other realm of your life would you end up hugging a stranger? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Other than that key party. Now, the thing is, one thing that has stuck out to me more than anything, for whatever reason, I've watched basketball relatively my whole life, mm -hmm. the home court advantage. I have saw, ah, yes. I have seen on this playoff run where, you know, a, a guy coming off the bench shoots such a different percentage when they're in a different person's arena as mm -hmm. he does at home to such a stark degree. And it's kind of one of these, what, what feels almost like an old wives tale, but it can be scientifically proven, Tyler. Like, what do you think about that? Do, do you understand the point that I'm making? Yes, yes. There is no question to it. Right on the surface level, the first thing I think of is there is such a significant difference between thousands of people cheering you and thousands of people booing you. Okay. I don't even mean energetically, spiritually, any of that shit. Just the, the reverberation of those boos would get in anybody's head. Okay. Before we go there, I actually looked up the science of home court advantage. Okay. okay? Now, you know, you got less travel fatigue, familiar surroundings, bias referees, altitude. Yeah. But of course they cited exactly what you said, a raucous crowd, a crowd cheering for you or a crowd cheering against you. Question, are the referees localized? Uh, I thought they traveled to the game. It's not that, but almost, uh, almost like what you said. If you have 
9,000 people ah, yes. all want to cheer you on when you say, that's a charge. Yeah. That could get deep into your subconscious. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The home You want to be on the side of the crowd. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very few people want to make everybody boo them, like you said. <laughs> yep. So, but, but that is what is interesting to me, this shared energy that everybody acknowledges, but the moment that you say a shared energy, people are like, what? Yeah. What the, what the fuck are you talking Especially, about? Especially, I think there's an overlapping, uh, or excuse me, the opposite. I think there are very few overlapping of diehard sports fans and people willing to talk about energy and all that kind of stuff. And that's sure. an assumption on on my part. I'm doing the the tough guy kind of thing. Well, it's that whole thing that it's like, it's there and we have scientific data, mm-hmm. impenetrable data that prove it, but let's just leave it at that. It's this old wives tale. It's this own myth. It's this thing that, you know, we have data that proves it, but we don't want to talk about it in those terms. We need new words. We need new words. So today we're going to get into some scientific experiments that prove basically what I'm saying. And I don't want to get bogged down in the data. I didn't want to sit here and give you all of the percentages and proof that home court advantage is the thing. I just want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I want to bring it to the forefront. I think that this show, what we're good at is taking these little niche things and these little things that are in the dark and maybe bringing some humor to it and, uh, you know, some laughter to it, not taking it too seriously. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Wow. You're, you jump right in there. Yeah. Make it enjoyable though. I'm going to give us a kook alert here before we move on. Smart. And I'm going to look and see if this AI picture is up. Limestone platypus. All right. We're ready here, baby. Your AI artwork is ready. Your creation with prompt platypus limestone hegemony is finished processing. I hope this is interesting. And... So not interesting. I'm taking it in. I am going to now pass this to you. Well, that's off-putting. Yeah, it's as not. all hell. Sure. It's things shaped like platypuses. You definitely see the platypuses. Uh uh built into the limestone wall. And I guess there's three of them, although the one on the right suspiciously looks like a duck. Oh wow. Uh, I guess the three I of them. I wonder if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. I guess the three of them together make up a hegemony. So, boom, you did it, AI. Well, and the idea is, like, here, you know what? I, I also did, here, Tyler, let me just show you really quickly. I, I also did one, and this probably won't shock you at all. I went uh, a little bit different. I went red hot penis face. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so just for everybody who thinks this is just shtick for the show, I, this is just who I am. I'm like a little kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's like a red blob on the side of what looks like a tree trunk uh, in the shape of a, of a, of a penis. And then there's some uh, poor soul that it was imprinted into this penis is a tormented face being a reminder to, to us all. What's your take on that? What do you think it's, about it's, an app that can make its own art? I saw in this video, and I'm not going to get into it, Tyler, a, you know, an AI droid, whatever. What do they, what do you call a, a singular AI? Uh, a drone. Okay. Is what you're talking sure. about. Sure. This piece of AI mm. explained to me why a joke was funny. And if that doesn't scare the shit out of you, then. What I, was the explanation? Uh, he's making the inferences. What keeps us separated from robots is that we can make inferences. We can have abstract thought. If we are letting computers have abstract thought, then we are getting into a realm that I'm personally very afraid of. One day I will be dead. And when I am dead, Tyler, 
I hope somebody does a happy death day for me. But until that point, I think we need to pay it forward. I'm getting better at this. Little little opening so I could jump in and, and respond to everything that you said would have been kind of nice. Play the music, Tyler. We're a good team. <laughs> There's a rift in our relationship. You know, I just, I just, just give me a little, little smidge of space to I, jump in and back I know, you up. I know you want to retort. Uh, that's why you don't give me any room. But listen to that music, gotcha, Tyler. It is gotcha. catchy as hell. A rare historical happy death day, Ryan. Robert Nesta Marley Ohm, a.k.a. Bob Marley, Ryan. Oh, now, now, Bob Marley. Now, this is the segment where we celebrate Bob Marley being dead. This is the segment where we celebrate Bob Marley's life because we just passed the anniversary of his death, Ryan. I don't know enough about Bob Marley. I know little snippets here and there. I know he was very political. I know that the Jamaican government was against him. I know Until they weren't, Ryan. I respect him as a man. Yes, a pioneer of reggae, an outspoken man of peace and love his famous last words to his son Ziggy were yeah man that's inappropriate is that money can't buy life money can't buy life okay that seems pretty obvious uh i think that's beautiful is it absolutely because i think a lot of people believe that money buys life if i bring up the board game life am i doing a thing i am uh, yeah, I think that's very interesting. It's almost like Steve Jobs at the end of his life with all of the power that he wielded, godly power, it couldn't prolong his cancerous situation. Well, no, his Bob Marley died from from cancer, cancer a, a specific type of melanoma. In like his toe or something, right? Yeah, it, it was underneath, the, it gets underneath all the nails. Right, all right. You're the one who said Keep it. Keep it moving. But but Steve Jobs died because of his own diet. He he had a, he had an arrogant. I mean, as you said, you get the power of God. You think you're right about everything, and his diet eventually led to he his. He might still come back. His Iowa. body collapsing he's, on him. Uh, so he's anyway, we got off to a weird tangent. Bob Marley, happy death day, sir. Thank you for all the work you did. Yeah, beautiful man. Honestly, respect that man's soul. I do. Yeah, man. Not, I just wanted to be part of it. Not at that moment. I wasn't at that moment, but we're, we're, it's a comedy show, bro. It is a Jeez, comedy Bob, show. chill. And he was Jamaican. Smoke That's, a little bit. They say that over there, from what I understand. By the beach. <laughs> I fixed it. All right, Tyler. Nailed it, buddy. We're going to go from one song to another. I hope I didn't step on your on your segment there. I really do respect Bob Marley. Did you have anything else in there that you no, wanted? No, okay. no, 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 no. Good, no. good. I, I thought I was playing along. I hope I wasn't. A no, no, you, you nailed it. Let's do Depression Index. No one cares. What you don't the know Depression what do Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are, Tyler. All of that to say, this is how we talk about our emotional journey, Tyler. We wrap it up in some fancy paper and some nice wrapping and... Hope that you enjoy it, Tyler. How are you feeling this week, bro? Well, I need a microphone in front of my face to talk about my emotions. Check. Otherwise, I just duct tape those bad boys down there and uh, don't let them out. Sure. And and I think, yeah, I like that we talk about how we feel here and try not to 
you know, sell it too much. I think this is one of our realer parts of our show. Yeah, absolutely. It's This is the cathartic part for the most part. I guess it's all cathartic, but this part specifically. Except for that that, that joke I made about Bob Marley at the worst possible time. The worst I respect him. Time. I don't know why I have to keep saying it. Yeah, it is weird yes. that you have to keep saying that. Ryan, for my theme this week, it is get creative. I spoke last week on the fact that I used to quite often tell people when I was younger that I just wasn't creative. I told myself and others again and again how creativity must have skipped a generation. That is something I said to people. Words have power. My, They do. My advice to younger me and everyone else out there, do it anyway. And if that voice in your head, much like mine did, tries to dissuade you from whatever it is you want to do, drawing, painting, singing, podcasting, maybe not that last one. Yeah, don't do it. Mine always said something to the tune of, you're going to be bad at it. And it finally dawned on me recently that of course I'm going to be bad at it. I've never done it before. Let's do it anyway. Uh, Joyce Meyer says all the time, do it afraid. Yes. Do it afraid, Do it afraid, baby. I like it, Tyler. So, Ryan, this week I am at a four. Spin that thing, Two, three, four. Yeah, Tyler. And when you are finished, I'm going to dismount off of Depression Index with a good quote by bad people, Ryan. Oh, my dog. Look at Tyler coming through. All right. Now, as you could tell, if you've made it this far into the episode, this show has... A slight hint of self-help. I hate to use those words, but of course, that's a big part of what we talk about. It's true. And we like to come at it from an unconventional way, I'd like to think. And I'm going to take that as a theme this week while I gay it up, Tyler. Okay. You know what you hear people in self-help say all the time? Let go. Mm -hmm. Just let go, Tyler. Just let, just, hey, I know you're going through it right now. Just let go. That used to infuriate me at the beginning of my... All of this. Well, I wish you would have just let that go. <laughs> I really should have. Yeah. Well, like, let go. What do, you, what do you mean, let go? What are you talking about, let go? That, that uh, I think, if you're putting it into an actual physical thing that is happening to you, when you get upset about somebody, when you're trying to actually protect yourself, your body, to some degree, uh, tightens up. Yes. Somewhere in your body, depending upon how you carry your stress, your body tightens up. So I think what people mean is let go of that. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is that's very hard to notice. That takes a lot of practice to notice where you're tightening up. And it's a lot of training that you have to go through. Here is my unconventional take. Okay. And I'm even going to use a curse word and everything to do it. Whoa. Fuck let go, Tyler. Ah, okay. Fuck let go. Tighten up. I don't believe... No, because here's the thing. When I try to let go, what I am doing in that circumstance, from my own experimenting, maybe you're having different results at home. Mm -hmm. I am trying to forget about it. I am trying to say, all right, that doesn't matter. Forget it. I'm going to do it again, Tyler. Fuck let go. Okay. I am going to say engage. Where you've tautened? Tight? Tightened. Totened? Yes, yes. He's toit. Teen tight. Wherever you've teen tightened. Mm. Mm, that's tough. Go there and feel it. It will let go of itself. I know that this is in full kook mode. I know all of these things, but in my mind, I am not actually just saying words of uh, consciousness and uh, inner self. Or blah. I'm genuinely mean in your body. Go there and feel it. Don't let it go. Engage that shit. Pain isn't really that painful. It's the avoidance of pain 
that is hurting you, Tyler. What do you think about all that bullshit I just said? Well said. Yeah, it's true. You can go and observe specific parts of your body. You just full coke mode. Full coke mode. You said full coke mode. I said full coke mode. And I, I would listen to that. Full kook mode uh, and observe that part of you. Don't judge. Don't try to affect it. Don't try to mold it or change it. You just watch it. You need to experience it. You need to engage it. Instead of let go, engage. And I told you this week, I've had my own mantra that's been vibing for me and it has been stop stopping. Mm. I'm in the gym and I'm like, stop stopping. You feel, you feel uncomfortable? Feel uncomfortable, bro. Mm. You feel nervous? Be nervous. Be weird. Like be whatever it is that you feel. Do it. Engage. Fuck let go. I'm a more positive uh, person, Ryan. I'm going to go start starting. Okay. No, stop stopping. That's a negative. I'm going to start starting positive, positive. I win. The fuck didn't I think of start starting? <laughs> Damn it, Tyler. That, that, stop stopping took me years. <laughs> I'm mailing it to myself. I'm mailing Oh, man. Okay, everybody. Start starting. This week, I am at A2, man. I, I, I'm, Whoa. No, Tyler, I'm telling you. He's tipping the touch of, top of his head to the heavens, man. My life is just as hard as it's always been. I'm just becoming more okay with that. Sure. One, two, start stopping or whatever, Tyler. <laughs> now you're doing it wrong. Now we need to start stopping this show for a break. But before we do that, I know that you've got a nice little message. You got a nice little package mm -hmm. wrapped up with a bow tie on the tip of it to deliver right into Albania's gut, Tyler. And I want to, I want to hear it. To, did I belabor that metaphor? You did. And were you setting me up for international hello? Oh, was that too abstract? Yes. Let's uh, forgive me, Tyler. Let's do international hello. I thought you were setting me up for good quotes by bad people. Tyler, let's bring that back. <laughs> let's bring that. We You're can, really confused, Tyler. Me. We have. Are we still editing this thing? <laughs> I was so ready to read it. I was like, wait, what? There is no chance <laughs> that the audience will ever hear me sound like such a fool, Tyler. We're still editing like crazy. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Let's do the good quotes by bad people. Yes. Now I have two just in case you've used this first one. So let me know. Ryan, who said this? Defeat doesn't finish a man. Quit does. A man is not finished when he's defeated. He's finished when he quits. That is one Donald John Trump. Is, it, is J for John? I have no clue, oh, Tyler. I was going to say this is really good. Jingleheimer Schmidt. No, that is one Richard Nixon ride. I was close. I mean, pre president. I was yes. close. It was an early draft Div of Donald Jingerheimer Schmidt Trump. Divided by like 50 or 60 years, but you were pretty close. That's my name too. <laughs> uh, yes, Richard Nixon. He did some stuff. Millhouse. He did some stuff. What? Millhouse. That's his middle name. Richard Millhouse Nixon. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's a weird flex. Okay, now give me the second one. And and I guess this one. Oh, no, no, no. The second one was for backup. I could save that for the next time. That is perfect. Uh, all right, now that well, this- Now. I mean, our segues on this episode have been flawless. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to get into podcasting, the one thing you need- Be smooth. Is chemistry. Be if smooth. you don't have chemistry, you're never going to have this. Sure. <laughs> Just get on with it, Tyler. <laughs> Did I sell it? I think I sold it. All right, Ryan. Now, international hello for anybody who doesn't Thank know you. it is where we say uh, bona vista. We say dankeschön. We say welcome to the family. Good day, mate. To <laughs> a brand new country listening to the Haitian army. Yes. So let's get it when, going. When Tyler. a country listens to us for the first time, we like to say welcome. It's a tip of the cap.
I will say, this is beautiful. This is majestic. This sounds like I just beat Mario Party 8. It's too much. Now, if I'm like, you can see the Koopa Troopa standing up on top of the platform, accepting his his medal. Again, I'm not insulting it. I think it's beautiful. I have noticed a certain trend, a certain direction this show is heading, where when we did our very first international hello, it was so respectful and so well done. And now every national anthem that we play moving forward, we get slightly more disrespectful. I, I totally disagree because I genuinely meant- <laughs> Sorry, Albania. No, I genuinely meant it's beautiful. It is majestic. I said both of those. And you brought up Koopa Troopa. <laughs> it has that feel. Now, sure. now is Mario Party 8 immediately an insult? That's on you. It's communism, Ryan. And Albania does not want to be associated with communism, at least not again. Well, we'll get into that. Okay, let's hear what you got. First and foremost, Ryan, let's say Meridita. That's right, say it with me, Ryan. Meridita. Meridita. Very good. Which means good day in Albania. Oh, I thought you were going to have me saying something racist or I didn't know. I would have. I would not have said it I, first. I'll go with it, Tyler. <laughs> we'll fight back to back. At least it's supposed to mean good day. I don't know what we just said, sure. but we said something. That's right. We're welcoming Albania into the fold. And we do that by first saying hello. As you know, you're here when it happened. Ryan, in all honesty, I had a little twist plan for this where at the end, I wanted you to tell me if we should visit Albania based on the facts I give you. However, I'm going to make an administrative decision and say that we should wait on that trip. Okay. I would like to interject here that even though we have fun, we genuinely appreciate you people in Albania tuning in. Very much so. As much as we like to joke around, this is actually a genuine thank you. It is. I yeah. know it doesn't seem like it, but I promise you it is. Well, and hopefully people actually learn something from this. And, uh, yeah, and find the humor in it. Sure. First interesting fact, Ryan, Albania is one of those few countries where nodding means no and shaking your head to, to the side means yes. Wacky. I will just say right off the bat, you confuse us, Albania. Not off to a good start. Isn't it weird how it feels like some of those things are primal? You know what I mean? Like, it's weird that we've all settled to some degree on the same thing, even being from such different places. Like the metric system. Or the middle finger. That's not true. The middle finger doesn't mean that everywhere. Neither is the metric <laughs> system, commie. <laughs> Fun fact number two, you turned it around on me. Yeah, you did, Pinko. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to your terminology. Pick one. This is a fact I know you, Ryan, will appreciate especially. Hit me. During the evenings, you may see the locals participate in what's called Hero, where after dinner, everyone goes for a walk. It's a tra traditional way for Albanians to interact with their neighbors while also working off their dinner. I got to tell you, uh, I think what we're missing nowadays is a sense of community. Uh, and, and I think that's a really beautiful way to not just be more content by being around people, but also a little exercise. Don't hurt nobody. And, and getting outside, you're yeah. not staring at a screen. It reminds me a little bit of like- Is this still happening? Is, <laughs> still doing this? Uh, they heard of an iPad. Now. I've got some bad news for you. I can make an app that would make it feel like you're on that walk and you never have to leave your bed. I'm going to put a painting together for you right now. <laughs> Give me a keyword. Did you say limestone? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it, you know, it makes me think of siesta where everybody like in the middle of the day, they just take off. It's a very communal thing. Better way of life, man. They're, they're, I've For seen, sure. Or excuse me. I've been told about studies where they find the people 
in our area with the highest contentment rate. And very often it's like Amish communities and stuff like that, where people have a huge sense of community. They understand their place and what they're expected of. I, I think there is some real tangible effects to that kind of community. We talk about it all the time. At the end of the day, a hard day's work of backbreaking labor is so very often more rewarding than, it's always more rewarding than staring at a bleeping screen all day long. Yeah, but Tyler, there's got to be management. Somebody's got to be management, <laughs> and I'm willing to throw myself on that And sword. I can't manage if I don't look at my iPad, <laughs> <laughs> spreadsheets and whatnot. Data and, entry. And finally, finally, Ryan, fun fact numero trace. Albania has had a pretty rough go of it throughout history. They were once under Ottoman rule. Then those saucy Italians got them during World War II. Really? Yeah, and then communists ruled after them. Wait, can I ask very quickly, yes. because uh, my geographical lack of knowledge is very well known, where is Albania? It's got to be next to Italy, I guess. Albania right? is right across the water from Italy on the, off its eastern side. Okay. Yeah. So the part where it goes the little toe of the boot. Okay. If you could just go east straight from there, you've got Albania. It's an island? No, no. It's a connected to the mainland. It's just right on the water. Okay. Very interesting. Forgive my lack of knowledge. No worries. So communists are ruled after them. And you know that whole story, you know, communists get a hold of things. Anyway, when the Axis powers fell and the Soviet Union dissolved... In 1992, elections were held, and the former Communist Party that once ruled was routed in the election. It wasn't even close. Take that, you commies. And that's why you never hold elections. <laughs> I told you, you're running a risk here, you know? Independence for Albania, Ryan. Congratulations. They joined NATO in 2009 and are currently in the process of applying to be a member of the European Union. You need friends in today's Europe, Ryan. And this is for you, Albania. What? Congratulations! You've earned it. I mean, that is, uh, uh, we, we will never see a world where people are independent and not ruled over. We're kind of going in the opposite direction of that, aren't we? No. No? No. no. We used to be ruled over monarchs, and now we look at the queen over in England, and we're like, what the fuck is that still doing around? I think that she should be making more decisions, <laughs> Tyler. Well, well she's, she's got another healthy 40 years in her, so let's give her her shot. You her know? and Tom Brady, you know what I mean? I don't trust it. Stem cells. Uh, so while Albania is still dealing with the growing pains of becoming a new country independently, not so great infrastructure, healthcare, corruption, etc., they are progressing as a country every day, and we stand with you, Albania. We just, certainly do. Just uh, from over here, oh, you know, yeah. from over here. Yeah, I don't have enough points racked up, <laughs> and those miles will get you, you know. Albania! Welcome to the Menendez family. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, we generally appreciate it. And like I said, we have fun, but man, it's genuinely, so, not it, generally. It's so cool to just think of people on different parts of the of the world listening to us and and, and catching our vibe, Tyler. T technology, baby. Let's go catch each other's vibe. I gotta stop calling you baby. I, I don't mind it, if I can be totally honest. <laughs> it's stirring something deep inside of me. And I will explain it to you over the break. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. 
Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me and they have let me know that they want to be a coop too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. You gotta put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys all right tyler i'm just gonna throw this at you as we we go for a little break i know more about physics than isaac newton ever did you hate uh, I'm going to say, no, you don't. Of course I do. No, you don't. He didn't even know what a freaking atom was, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I went to school with an atom. What's an atom? Uh, an atom is just the, it's, uh, you know, like, <laughs> I don't have to prove myself to you. That's a weird, surprising news. Weird example to go to. That's not, that's not how conversations work. It's not a test. This isn't tests, my Haitian. This is a conversation. You're being a dick. Those guys you hate. Red circle. You hear those people screaming out in the backyard, Tyler? No, not from here. You know, here's the thing, man. I I have recently been dating, uh, not recently, for a while I've been dating a Venezuelan, okay? I mean, really Venezuelan, you know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. What does well, that mean? you know, we're, cu- we're Cuban, but she's Venezuelan. But she was born in Venezuela. Sure. If we were born in Cuban, we'd be Cuban. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it this way. Uh, That's better but, this but way. The thing is, and I think this is true in all nationalities to some degree, there's a caste system. There's a hierarchy. Oh, yeah. Amongst the Spanish cultures. Now, the thing is, each culture has its different hierarchy. They generally are reigning somewhere near the top. Oh, yeah. Nobody puts themselves on the bottom. That's exactly right. Yeah. Unless you have weak triceps, Tyler. But here's the fact of the matter is I want to be, I mean, this is kind of a joke. It's, I, I'm doing a thing here, Tyler, but also kind of real. I want to be Spanish racist, Tyler. I want to be Spanish racist. I'm just not discerning enough. I don't know the difference. Everybody's just Spanish to me. I don't yeah. know if you're Venezuelan or Cuban or Puerto Rican. I can't tell. So just be hateful to everybody. I have been, but I want to be more of a show off about it. You know what oh, I mean? Well, that has nothing to do with what the type of person you're talking to. You just got a peacock, bro. You got to you got to flaunt your shit a little I bit. I know, but I think that if you really want to drop down into the character, mm-hmm. you got to put in a little backstory. I want to. These people are 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 infuriating me when I'm looking for peace in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I want to call them out by name, like these damn blanks, you know, but I just, I'm not smart enough. It's technically not even our backyard. It's just a, a, a common area sure. that everybody gets to just walk through. I would assume that there's like jails that have, mm. you know, air, out back areas that they would feel sad for what we have in our yeah, backyard. Yeah, yeah, Now, I, and I guess if there's anybody in the Haitian army that could help me be, you know, racist with a finer tip, 
Please reach out to us. A, a more discerning hateful is that's what you're exactly looking right. for. Yeah, that's, I, it's I'm, really nice of you to want to go out of your way to respect culture so you can disrespect them properly. Blanket hate is boring. Mm. So passe. You know what I mean? Let's, and lazy. Let's get down to but Yeah. Like you Cubans. So... Can I do that? I mean, we are both Cubans. Oh, so yeah, sure. thank God. Sure. Oh, thank God. Sure, Woo. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no problem. All right, I'm just going to finish up this idea of what I was talking about before, Tyler. We've been talking about a lot of things. What is it? With the energy inside a crowd. Why does home court ah. advantage? We all acknowledge it. Yes. But we don't want to, much like my Spanish racism, we don't want to put too fine of a point on it because we start getting into an area where we're uncomfortable. Well, it's not just that we're all aware of it. It's the... The numbers literally tell us. We we are literally able to quantify this fact. But we're a society of people who do not want to be confused by facts, Tyler. That's a good point, Ryan. I don't care. <laughs> Shove your pie chart up your ass and leave me alone. Oh, nothing better than a good pie chart. Yeah. Well, I guess if you shove it up one's ass, maybe it's, then it's a party. You'd probably want a bar graph for that. <laughs> I, I don't want to, again, I don't want to be too specific. So- Basically, what I am talking about in a general sense is the scientific experiment that was conducted in 1978 in Merseyside, Great Britain. We're going to need an update on those tests. <laughs> it's Here's been the thing. 40 years. That's, and that's fine. There are 50. over 50 scientific experiments, accredited, peer-reviewed scientific experiments that you can go on the internet and look up for yourself. I, you have never sounded smarter. But you won't. But you won't because people don't care about facts. They care about their feeling. They care about their gut. They care about the eye test, Tyler. I think they care about things that will make them feel like they're right. I think people don't want to go out of their way to maybe be proven wrong. Well, I would like for this for this show to kind of spur some of the opposite in that sentiment. I hope so. Let, let's go out looking for things that make us wrong. Let's go out for things that are, you know... It, thought expanding the i and here's my point is that there is scientific data uh i'll just spit it at you really quickly because numbers are boring mm -hmm. Seven thousand individuals over the course of three weeks meditated deeply in regular intervals with the intent to lower the crime rate what's your thought on that people thinking about lowering the crime rate that affecting the world outside of themselves I think the standard layperson just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, what if they just got 7,000 criminals and just gave them a good talking to? Hey, guys, this crime that you guys are doing, not cool. Okay, yes, all jokes aside. I think that it's it, it really interesting. Did it... Uh, did it? Ha did the crime rate lower because they got these seven thousand random people together to meditate on it? Well, of course, good question. I wouldn't bring it up if it didn't, and I will give you that data. But my idea is that we all believe that there's something we don't all believe. Very often, people believe to some degree that there is something out there on this planet that we just cannot interpret. That there are bigger things than just our daily life going on, and these numbers would seem to prove it. Why do we ignore these numbers? Because it's not convenient for us. Why? Why not? Because we don't I, like being proven wrong. I, I said it already. I'm asking you really hard questions. I'm, I'm, ask, and, I'm answering your sure. question. It is in our DNA to not be proven wrong. Well, here is the thing, and this is this one study, and you are welcome to type it up, but you won't. Like I said, type it into Google, and you'll find many just like this. Sounds like a lot of work. Meditation has a profound effect on the total crime rate, violence, and casualties during their meditations at an average of of 16%. 16% in crime rate is 
Huge. Pretty big. 16% of anything. It, that, is, that is huge data to wrap your mind around. Suicide rates and automobile accidents also reduced with all variables accounted for. I'm not going to go through the scientific method of how this thing went down. All I'm saying is, hey, maybe open your mind up to digesting some of this information, to thinking about some of it. Are you pleading with society for this? I'm not asking if you agree with it. I'm just asking if you want to talk about it. Was that your version of sure, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. tell you how to think? I'm just gonna ask if you, if you want to. 72% reduction in terrorist activity at that time. I just I hope that this show, through all the poop jokes and all the different stuff, stimulates some of that thought that thought process. One can hope. And that's it. And I think I've done it. Fantastic. You nailed it. I think I've done it. Mm-hmm. So I think what we need to do to further this show, Tyler. Mm-hmm. It's some GBI. Yeah. Are you ready to do a little GBI? I some hope good, so. some bad, some interesting. I really hope so. Hit me one time. I've missed these dulcet tones. Mm-hmm. Ryan, Yo. you know what this is. Good, bad, and the interesting. Let's go, baby. God, I hope it's interesting. Ryan, I think our show is at its best when we actually listen and respond to each other rather than just each do our own show. I've never heard us do that before. Let's, <laughs> I, I'm willing to try. So from now on, instead of giving the audience what I believe to be the news that they will find interesting, I'm now just looking out for stories that I think you will find interesting. Now you are speaking my language <laughs> literally, Tyler. I think the show will benefit. Let's see. So for our good Ryan. Wow. Ryan, for our good this week, it's something that is definitely right in our lane. Over in the UK, comedian Angie Belcher has started a program called Comedy on Referral. She specifically works with men who are at risk of suicide, mental illness, postnatal depression. Yes, men can get that too. PTSD, anxiety disorders. Yeast infections. I'm sure somebody in there's got Guys one. Guys can get that. They can. Uh, but through the power of stand-up comedy, she helps them get through whatever their trials may be. That seems like an awkward situation. Like, I'm feeling depressed and I'm curled up in a ball on my couch and you're stand-up comedying at me? No, the, the people who are going through the trauma go up and do stand-up comedy. Hmm, that's counter, Not, that's you, counterintuitive. You don't perform for people. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they make the whole airplane out of the black box? <laughs> Get out of my house! That <laughs> be the worst audience ever. I'm just saying. Are you guys not going to laugh? This is gold. You know, instead of clapping, I notice you're just rocking back and forth, and uh, it's affecting my flow. Please stop humming to yourself. I've tried it before. <laughs> well, Ryan, the program is not only unbelievably effective, it just passed a grueling six-week course in Bristol working with trauma survivors. The UK's National Health Service is now not only socially prescribing it across the country, but they are actually funding this program. I, I wonder the, the connections between doing stand-up and the, the problems that you were talking about. Well, you get to speak on, because talking about your issues is one of the most 
powerful things you can do. It's therapeutic, yeah. It, I mean, but it is you literally the first step to getting, well, the first step is acknowledging it, but the second step is literally saying the words out loud. That is, that is the release. Letting go of the secrets you hide from yourself. And getting up on stage is incredibly powerful. We watched some of this last night. I believe that there were very heavy therapy feels in the John Mulaney show that we went to last night, the, even the the stand-up comedians before them. Yes, we did. Uh, we saw John Mulaney live, and he talked about his uh, recovery process and going through rehab. Sure. So this is just another tool being used to help people that are are that are really really struggling. Have they tried psychedelics, Tyler? <sighs> if not, they should. Yep. Ryan, onto our bed. Why? <laughs> I dare you to explain how that's not bad. Did that come from <laughs> a human face? <laughs> I don't know. God, I hope not. Ryan, there are a few different facets to this story, so I really want you to try to stay with me because I genuinely believe you and the audience will find this story interesting. Hit me, man. Now, if I wanted to discuss the case of 56-year-old female Vicky White and 38-year-old male Casey White, no relation, would you happen to know what I'm referencing? Uh, not off the top of my head. No problem. Well, first and foremost, as I said in the beginning of the show, this is a love story, Rye. One that ends in heartbreak. So, a love story. Okay. Now, Vicki White was the Lauderdale County Assistant Director of Corrections, meaning she was high up in the jail system. Where is Lauderdale City, or whatever you just said? Lauderdale County. Yeah. Which is... Ooh. Am I asking you questions you don't have the I answer? Let's let's. You think on. I would have written that down? No, that's okay. No big deal. <laughs> Our boy Casey was only seven years into his 75-year prison sentence for a string of crimes he committed. And... That's a long time. And he was prepping to be tried for the stabbing death of a 78-year-old woman. Just straight up murdered her. Any particular reason? Is he Richard Ramirezing that thing? Because he's a shithead, Ryan. Yeah, it doesn't sound from the little bit of information that I have. And not like only, a good dude. not only did he admit to it, but then he recanted on his admission. Happens, Talk about so. putting the family of the victim in limbo. Really fucked up. They get victimized all over again. That's one hundred percent true. So you didn't hear about any of this? No, so not, not that I can think of. So this, this uh, late man, I really thought you were going to know about this because it's a big story right now. This woman, Vicky, who was on the last day of her career before her retirement broke Casey out of jail. What? Broke him out of jail. Oh, oh. Uh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I have heard of this. Go on. Do you know how she broke him out? She was uh, a higher up in this prison. He was actually staying there a couple years prior to this happening where they struck up a romantic relationship, sure, Ryan, which sure. happens so often. Prisoners. They're manipulative, y'all. And lonely. Yeah. And lonely. And and listen, I'm only speaking to the things that I saw. I have no way of proving this. It seems like he really cared about, like they really cared about each other. Okay. So uh, they went on the lamb for 11 days. I love the mind picture of somebody being on the lamb. Uh, well, I mean? it's I like LAM, that. but yeah. I always picture I LAMB. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, trick. Trick? What? That's the name of my lamb. <laughs> Well, he, uh, she brought him to the front of the prison and was like, oh yeah, he's got a court appointment. So uh, he's got to go. Okay. No, no paperwork should have been a red flag, but 
And this is Vicky. And we all, all know come Vicky. On, Vic, come on, Vic. Vic's awesome. Yeah. Let him out. They disappear. Wow. And they didn't know what happened. At first, they were thinking something happened where he took her hostage. Sure. We don't know. Sure. But as more evidence comes out, as people start to see them together, as video evidence, because, you know, video cameras everywhere. Everywhere. They realize they are working together. Together, sure. 11 days, they are spotted at a uh, motel mm. where over the course of this 11 days, everybody's obviously, everything's in chaos. Sure. And the, the corrections officials that she worked with for decades are pleading with her. Vicky, this is your career. We know you're a good they're person. Heart, they're heartbroken and they feel double crossed. Please don't yeah. do this. Yeah. You know how this is going to end. Never, I don't think in the history. Well, how's it going to end? Of this thing happening, have they gotten away? Yeah. What about Shawshank Redemption? Covered in poop, Ryan. Uh, Covered in you. poop. Andy Dufresne, you son of a bitch. So, of course, they were caught. They were on a, on a getaway high-speed chase as the detective assigned to look for them, the lead detective, goes looking at all these different leads, can't find them as he's on the way back to the department, spots them in their car in traffic. That's a bad beat. In traffic. Rams their car. They get thrown off to the side of the road, a single gunshot is fired from Vicky, shoots herself in the head, and dies. Wow. The Vicky. They pull Casey, the man, obviously, out of the car, and the only thing... You know what? The reason why I specify the man, because I got halfway through the story thinking they were both... It was two women. Casey, Casey and, Vicky. and Vicky. Sure. So I just want to make sure nobody else was confused by that. Uh, when they pulled Casey out of the car, his only words were, Please help my wife. She just shot herself, and, uh, and she she died of her injuries. That's brutal. It was it was really sad. That is bad. For, this is bad, Tyler. For everybody involved. Yeah. And you know what, hey Vicky, don't do that. Well, she can't anymore. Yeah, well, okay. I guess that's a weird way to follow the orders, but don't do that. Don't break people out. Don't. What orders was she following? Don't do that. Ah, yeah. she wasn't following. That's them. true. That, yeah, and she yeah. needed that like another hole in the head, Tyler. And it. J- and it just shows you what what the fuck? I What's your deal? I have trouble communicating with other human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As as you do your segment, and as I um through discomfort make jokes and then you lash out at me, you can make all the jokes you want. This is serious shit. Be more of a grown-up, Tyler. But but what we're saying is, of course, you don't want to see anybody die, but she did the wrong thing. She did. She yeah. did, and it was and it was her decision at the end of the day. She obviously felt enough shame about it to shoot herself in the head. Yeah. That's uh yeah. that's a lot of shame. And, and it shows you. Oh yeah, she she had thrown her entire life away. Literally, her, her, literally her entire life away. Yeah, she actually went through with it. So yeah, and, it, and that is terrible. It's and sad all around. I'm making jokes, but man, if you're about to do something that if you're caught, you're gonna have to shoot yourself in the head. Don't do it. My assumption is you don't, don't think don't do it. that far ahead. You don't make these kind of decisions while overthinking the consequences of your actions. Well, I do believe you have to let those feelings inside of you, much like I said, experience those feelings, your body's trying to tell you something. Well, I think she died before she got a chance to actually experience those things. I'm just saying leading up to it, she knew what she was doing was wrong. You know, I don't want to sit here and argue morality with you, but again, if you're doing something that you have to hide from everybody in your life, I don't mean to over, I don't mean to use just absolutes, but stop doing it. That's the way I eat, Ryan. Stop doing it. <laughs> Stop eating. It's going to kill Stop you. Stop eating. Ryan, let's go into our interesting because that, man, I just realized that was a super downer. Sprinkling fairy dust all over, but it's really more like battery acid that burns your skin until you die. 
Interesting. I'm going to sit that one out. And finally, Ryan, yeah. there are so few examples of things that will make people do crazy shit more than custody over a child. Would you agree with that? You take them. <laughs> no, you take them. <laughs> I meant that the other oh, way. Oh, shit. Messy breakup. Both parents want custody. It, it can get ugly. Sure. What's the worst thing you have ever heard someone doing in an attempt to gain an upper hand in a child custody case? Immediately, my mind goes to King Solomon. That 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 cut him in half. I, I love the idea, but when it comes to raising a baby, it's just not appropriate. Who gets the butt? What's the worst thing you've ever heard somebody do <laughs> to gain custody over their child? Worse than that joke? Uh, I don't know, Tyler, off the top of my head. I can't think of... Too despicable of sorts. Okay, well, I, I guess accusing somebody of like touching the kid that 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 happens. Yes, yes. Sure. There's also uh, uh, exes who have put out hits. Sure. On on the oh, significant other. Dateline is filled with that story, and it's always an FBI agent, guys. Well, 33-year-old Lacey Hux of Oklahoma wanted to go above and beyond and make sure that those kids stayed with her. Never trust a Lacey, Tyler. Never trust a Lacey. I'll be sure to jot that down if in my you're mental. Lacey, shut this off. <laughs> No, we need your subscription. No, so keep listening, Lacey. We're like disgracy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, Sorry about so that. So stupid. You can tell I am running on fumes made right me, now. Made man. me giggle. Don't worry. We're at the home stretch oh, here, baby. Oh, God. Take me home. Lacey and her friend Angel Moore hatched a scheme, you see. Mm -hmm. They had Lacey ex-husband's old phone. Okay, you okay. have your ex-husband's old phone. So he has upgraded, you have the old one. Correct. Okay. You want custody of your children, you have your ex's old phone. Oh, I know where this is going. And with your accomplice, what do you do to set him up, Ryan? I've never said this so excited, but kitty porn! Yes, Ryan! Yes! Kitty porn, yes! She loaded it with child pornography, please, Ryan! Please don't cut that up out there. Should I feel like that could be... be Screaming yeah. that out positively. Please, I want to run for president one day. I'm begging you. She turned the phone in. They immediately, of course, arrested him. And then checked which Wi-Fi it came from. But then when they looked through his phone that he's currently using uh, and did not find a shred of said immorality. There is barely any kitty porn in here. What is going on? Not a single dick pic. Oh, what are you doing with your life? This is just sad. Well, they obviously got suspicious. It's weird that he has one phone but not another filled with this. I got to tell you something. Computers, they will fuck you over, bro. They Will not lie for you. Well, and also just downright stupidity and not thinking your plan through. Well, the thing is about stupidity is you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know that that phone is going to tell on you. You know what I do know? I know that that stupid half-ass brain plan is not going to work. It That's is. what I know. Cell phones are working against you pulling off a, <laughs> you a good a good crime. You keep trying to turn this around on the technology and not acknowledge the person who committed the crime. Why are you trying to get me <laughs> caught cheating? What is your deal, man? I thought we were close. They requested a warrant for Lacey's phone, found uh, found the entire conversation and text about the plan, and within no time, more the friend, more the confidant, turned on Lacey so fast it doesn't even count as a twist ending. No. You we, just saw it coming. We all saw it coming. No buildup. One out of five stars. Would not recommend. More is facing charges of conspiracy and knowingly reporting a false crime. The and creating a real crime. And old Lacey Hux is facing the same charges as well as a charge of aggravated possession of child pornography. Guys, and, if, and she had to sift through child pornography. Guys, if you have a plan 
where no matter what it is, if step anything is look through child porn, yeah. abort the plan. Yeah, if it start if it's at the beginning of the plan and the in the end of the plan, it's a bad plan. We got to go back over this plan. <laughs> and Ryan, that is G B. Ah, we, we've talked before about like the people in the FBI that have to do this because somebody's got to do it. It's like body collection. It's going to, you know, it's going to take its toll on you. And, yeah, if, and no, if it yeah. doesn't, that's a whole other set of yeah, problems. Yeah, then you belong yeah. in the prison that you're sure. currently working at. Sure. I was just holding the phone for him. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Great job, man. Great job this week. Good job. Uh, I want to I wanna give a high five to you. I think that we meandered well today. I tried not to be so on it in terms of moving forward. And I, I had fun while doing it. Nailed it. Uh, please tell the people how they can get in touch with us. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com. Click on every button you find. There's a few. And on the bottom right-hand part of the screen, you can click on the voicemail button and leave us a voicemail or email us at podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com. Fantastic job, Tyler. And thank you guys so much for supporting us. Albania, we kiss you on your collective mouths. Uh, we swear we don't have COVID. And... Uh, we, we, I, I just love everybody who has been here with us through all of this time. Thank so, you. Tyler, tell those people what the moral of the story is. Well, those people, the moral of the story is, guys, I, I'm going to say it again, and I can't believe this is not only something I had to say once. I'm going to say a second time, Ryan. Hit me. If your plan involves in any way kitty porn, don't do it. What if it's kitty porn? K-I-T-T-Y. Is that Okay. Uh, then that, yeah, I guess morally it's okay, but that presents its own sort of problem. What if it's cats having sex with cats? That's just nature. That's not weird. Yeah, but yeah, but you watching it is weird. But it is better than the other thing. So yeah, do do that yeah, instead. Yeah. Do that instead. And we'll work on that. We'll work on that down the line. I am far more willing to work on that kitty porn than kitty porn. So are you saying that right now those guys you hate stands behind kitty porn? No. <laughs> Why not? No. Oh, oh, kitty porn. I, I enunciated just uh, fine. I, relative to the other one, yes. It's a bit wordy, though. I agree. That's, that's a hard motto to so say. So cancel the shirts? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what's, what's the moral of the story? We're going to jail for something at some point for something. Uh, again, I know that we're ridiculous on the show. I know that we push it out to points that are just unnecessary, like I did 30 seconds ago. But- I believe in all of my heart, and it is the true reason why we're doing this show, is that there's something out there bigger than this. If there's not, my personal opinion is, then what a waste life is. I think there's something bigger out there. I'm not telling you what to believe in. I'm just asking that you let yourself expand a little bit. I'm not even saying believe all of the kook shit that we're talking about, but just open your mind to it. I think what is going so wrong in this world is we're so closed-minded. We believe we know everything, and we don't know shit, Tyler. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. So how does projection work, Tyler? Like, I don't understand. You can't see a fault in somebody else without it being something that you feel about yourself. If you see it and you emotionally react to it, if it, as the keyword is, 
triggers you, then it is something that reminds you about yourself. Yeah, he's now messing with the with the fan. When we do these shows, it immediately just turns into a locker room in here. Yeah. Like it's nasty. Nasty. Um, yeah, but okay, that's fine. And I guess I understand what you're saying. But none of these things bother me about myself. It's just other people. The other people are bothering me, Tyler. No, that's not how it works. Uh, I don't know. If you're looking at somebody's behavior and you get upset by it, it is something that you are seeing that reminds you of you. With 100% certainty. Yes. 100%. Yes, because the ego is emotional, spiritual, your spirit, your soul. Yeah, get it ready, please. Oh, I thought you were going to hit the kook alert. My ego is Uh, a real son of a bitch. is, Is totally neutral. That's why they say when you're meditating, what are you supposed to do? Uh, it depends upon who you observe. follow. You're supposed to observe. The whole point is observing. So no scary. emotional reaction. So scary. <laughs> no emotional reaction. So scary, Tyler. You're just observing. Okay. Unemotionally. Sure. But I, I do believe that in meditation, such a big part of it is uh, learning how to not assign those feelings to. I, you, I didn't finish my sentence. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. not assign those feelings to those thoughts. That's That's totally fair. When you first start meditating, or maybe after you've been doing it for a little while, and you start getting to that place of, let's call it, meditative bliss, Mm -hmm. one of your first big speed bumps is not to go, oh, shit, I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh, man. This is it. And it's gone. And and that right there is the ego. It uses the trick. It's I can't use negativity to trick you out of this. Now I'm going to go full positive. Look how good you feel. Way more dangerous. And, and then you're out. <laughs> when people hear this, the, the common layperson, because this is something that's roiling inside me. Do they just groan and roll their eyes? And I hope so. Do they? <laughs> I don't know. It's, Get your ass back here. It depends on where you are in your uh, in your life. Don't you walk know? away when I'm talking to you. Okay, <laughs> You're very rude. <laughs> me, uh, me, I was going to say five years ago, but not even that long ago, I would have been that person. I would have heard us talking like this, rolled my eyes, and probably walked away as you yelled at me. I love that we have a podcast that is encouraging people to walk away. (laughs) This is good. They should play this kind of like, what's that architecture that stops homeless people from sleeping on a bench? Oh, yeah. The evil, evil design of, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's no sleep architecture, whatever the hell they call it. I understand that it doesn't have a good soul to it, but I want to see what they're, this is cutting edge. I want to see where they're going with it. You know what I mean? It seems to be coming sharper and sharper by, sure. the, by the day. I want to see a bench that has a, a like a spinning jigsaw that comes <laughs> out if you smell too bad. It used to be uh, like basically stanchions just tied together. Sure. Now they're just spikes coming straight out of the ground it's kind of like a sonic the hedgehog vibe and i love it i love it i just wonder if they're trying to save resources uh that's probably what just it shave is. it off shave it off we We're need fine. those coins is what i was thinking tyler my iphone cord broke yeah yeah they they want that to happen who? you have to go who what the man oh that's tyler <laughs> speaking for himself i did not say that i'm just mentioning this so that at some point somebody can add all these up and you know, I don't know if you're hinting at planned obsolescence. It's just ridiculous. I don't think that we would have stood for this 30 years ago. When when you could have bought a refrigerator that would outlast a two-ton nuclear bomb, mm-hmm. you know, you could literally hand down your grandmother's refrigerator from generation to generation. And how are you going to make profits when grand-grand is handing down that refrigerator? Uh, profits, Ryan. I hadn't 
considered that. Yeah, Tyler. think before you speak. That's I, I just think it's wild. I think Steve Trabajo is a blight on this planet. And for anybody who's just joining us, and I'm sure you've heard that name before, that's Ryan's just generic name for anything technology-wise. Steve Trabajo, because he thought that was the name one time instead of Steve Jobs. It was really sad It's to funny. It's a funny. It is a funny name. It's a funny joke. But it's predicated on a mistake you made. Do you think that people wouldn't <laughs> understand that if you, if they heard Steve Trabajo? I like wouldn't. to make sure they understand just okay. in case. I'm glad that somebody else is letting them into the tent. So where is the, I mean, just huge societal issue, just throwing it at you and then we move on. I would have it any other way where is the line like at what point do we say hey you know what this might catch up to us at some point in terms of what resources us destroying the world i mean technology tyler i don't know if you've heard about it not great for the environment ryan ryan yes um, yes don't tell anybody this because this <laughs> might this might cause a, a bit of a stir tyler, if you will. tyler it's just you and me man. yeah okay, you just okay. get it off your chest right. you know i won't say All it right. to anybody that thing that you just brought up that whole situation that 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 world that you don't want to live in planned obsolescence no 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 what, what it leads to sure. lack of resources sure. you know that whole thing uh basically man fighting man for the last fig it's happening now what? it's happening right now what? And don't tell anybody i hate figs <laughs> so i'll pass you guys share it I'm glad we could have this conversation. Yeah. I, I, uh, do you remember Fig Newtons? Yes, I do. What'd you think of Fig Newtons? I loved them. You're a lot. Well, I used to eat them all the time. Why trash. would you immediately call me a liar? I, what a weird way to respond to a conversation. I'm slowly understanding how projection works, Tyler. <laughs> it's coming to me more and more and it's scaring the shit out it's of me. Slapping you in the face. Did huh? you put them in the refrigerator or did you just eat them raw? Oh, man, that's a good question because that you bringing this up has just sparked something in my memory. Sure, sure. I haven't thought about See, these. And wh what happened to them? Did they just disappear? What happened was cookie technology advanced, and nobody wanted to eat that bullshit anymore. <laughs> I love them. You're lying. I swear. You're, you're doing it again. Uh, you're you're right. doing it again. You're right. You're probably being truthful. I don't. Why would you lie about this? It's a weird thing to lie Am about. Am I lying? It's like you're uh, at Fantasia where people are just like, you're obviously yeah. not telling the truth, Ryan. And they're starting to make me believe it, Tyler. <laughs> I went recently to a gelato shop with Nicole. <laughs> okay. And so I've, I've never had gelato before. It's just fancy ice cream for pricks. <laughs> and and okay. you, you know when they give you, sorry about that. Wow. You know, <laughs> if we could name the, 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 the pregame, it would just be projection court. <laughs> You know how they get, have the little tiny spoons and they feed yes. you a little taste of it? Yes. I didn't want any of the those. Little, like, the little sample spoon. Little sample spoon. Sure. She, there was some sort of fig ice cream. So so uh, gelato. So she took up like kind of, you know how you could kind of take the top layer off ice cream but still leave some there? Sure. She sure. did that and she said, here, try it. She put a whole fig in my mouth, Tyler. <laughs> I had a whole fig in my mouth and the lady was sitting there watching me like, oh, you like it? You like it? Tell her, I wanted to puke. I wanted to fucking puke. Do you not like figs? Apparently not. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, I never I, had a whole fig. I think instead of attacking guacamole, we should acknowledge whether you like avocados or not. I, you shouldn't go to the byproduct of the thing. Go to the thing. Brother, it was a full fig. There may have still been a little branch left on it. And I wanted to, I, I was very angry. That's the 2022 version of it being dropped into your mouth. Like the, the, the emperors of old. I, I, they would have figs fed to them. Oh, I didn't. I, are you sure you're not thinking of olives? Ew. Yeah. We, we can review. Uh, Tyler, the average lifespan of a major league baseball. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, maybe a month. Now I got this from the facts app. So if you want to research the facts app, look into it. I'm just taking all my information from them and hoping <laughs> that we have an honest relationship. The facts app is my God now. Truly. <laughs> and he actually speaks to Sometimes me. Sometimes they send me facts and I'm like, 
How would I fucking know? How would I know if Jupiter has an atmosphere of hydrogen? You could have just made that up. I don't fucking know. It's called faith, Ryan. Yeah. You either have it or you don't. I guess we all have to believe in something. You're right. <laughs> Seven pitches, Tyler. Seven pitches. The average lifespan of a major league baseball. Interesting. Seems wasteful, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> guess so. You think they could make the the baseballs a little bit uh, sturdier these days? Uh, well, I'm sure it has something to do with surface. I'm sure it has something to do with once they're worn out, they play differently. Well, and, and I'm sure it has. That's something, a guess. I'm sure it has something to do with the fact that these guys are just slamming into them with a literal sure. baseball. Bat. And the pitchers are putting Vaseline all over it and shaving them down with. I know they're up to something. That's baseball. It. Oh yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. They're injecting it with something. I have a new respect. Uh, okay, now I'm back out. Wait, again wait, that's horse baseball. racing. Forgive oh, me. I had oh. that wrong. Oh, they do. Those poor horses. Uh, and then finally, Tyler, I, I, I put, you know how we're trying to kind of clean the show up a little bit? Because a little We bit. have darker, more jocular type humor. Uh, well, we also found ourselves falling into a pit of just going yeah. for the low-hanging fruit, which is lazy. We got yeah. lazy. No, you're not. We just turned into a couple of Stugatzes over here. Uh, well, and it's just humor you can get with your friends. Why would anybody come listen to us when it's just dick jokes? Because I can hear that anywhere. Sure. And I do. I thought there were better dip, dick jokes than you're subjected to on a daily. But- that's just the tip of the iceberg, Tyler. So okay. I'm burying this one here at the end of the cold open because oh God. it's a little bit of a dirty joke, but it's also real. Okay. It's also real. All right. Okay, so. I want to hear about your life. Here you go. You're going to like this, okay? You I, ready for a funny joke? Sure. Here it comes. Tyler. <laughs> already off to a bad start. I got to tell you, already off to a bad start. Uh, you know in porn. <laughs> yes. How sometimes you'll see the guy wearing that, that cord around his wiener and his balls. You know what I mean? It kind of holds the blood in there. Oh, sure, about. sure. You're talking about- Are you familiar with that thing? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the- um, Is, What's it called? Cock ring. Sure. But yeah. When I think of a cock ring, I'm thinking of it just going around your cock. But sure, yeah. I, Dick I, strap. Uh, sure. The old tabernacle, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, you just coined a nickname <laughs> that I hope resides with you until your, your, your dying day. Old- it's Ryan and Tabernacle Jimmy <laughs> tickling the ivories from five to nine every day on 610 WIOD. All right. So, uh, yeah, that, whatever the dick strap is called. Okay. Sure. I, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. Yeah. Cock ring. It doesn't have to go just around your penis. It can go around. But a cock ring, I think of a hard piece of plastic. Okay. No, it's silicone. Sure, there's silicone there, is what I mean. They're a hard piece of plastic. There's metal ones, which are for the diehard right, fans. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know why I know Some this. Some people like to be glass blown. Yeah, that's, I don't know if that's, uh, that's in, that's in butt plugs. That's not in cock rings, but go on. Sure. So anyway, I, let's, yeah. again, yeah, yeah, I don't mean to keep saying the name. I don't, I'm not trying to be, we can bleep it on the third. You're go using around. scientific terms and then I, you throw in to. butt plug. I just felt like you're shoehorning it in there. <laughs> Notice how I didn't okay, make a joke right, on right. that one. I'm pulling myself back out of the mire. <laughs> Please. So anyway, speaking of that thing, and I'm glad that you're familiar with it because I washed one in the washing machine and I've misplaced it. So if you see it, please bring it back to me. <laughs> Contact one Ryan Menendez at 555. I'm just down the hall. Knock on my door and hand it to me. Okay? Are there private hazmat teams that will come out for like a small fee? Are there hazmat teams for privates? I'm serious. This is art imitating life, imitating art. I miss it. We've gone through a lot together and I don't know where it is. This is not... It's a little rope about yay big. It's got a little yellow buckle on it. I took it from one of my old sweaters. I made it myself. 
long time ago when I, I was a little kid. I can't tell if you're being serious. Yeah. Or not. I haven't had to up the size at any point. Anyway, I, I'm getting, th- this is what we've been trying to stay this away from. This is what we're talking about. But, but this is all true. This is all true. I'm not trying to be You shocking. have not had to not up the size. That doesn't make any sense. No, to, you, you would think as you grow that you would need to keep getting bigger no, and bigger. No, I get the joke, <laughs> Ryan. It's not a joke. This is me coming clean. This is me ridding myself. All right, fine. Yeah, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. This is Tyler. this is a good news for the, the episode. Feel, seven I pitches. Can I you believe good it? News. Good news. Let's do the show. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird energy there at the <laughs> end. Tyler. I mean, you, you're your fault. You left me on an island. Good, good. See, and I hope you're stranded there forever. And what I think you see so much from me is the residual effects of the energy that you're feeding me. I'm trying to lead us along here, and you're you're leaving me uncomfortable. That was a word salad of basically saying you like to you like to trip me. You did during this. these shows. You did that.